Sometimes may be good, sometimes may be shit. Hi everyone, welcome to the Sometimes Good, Sometimes Shit podcast. I'm Wally, joined by Hania. Hello everyone. Hello Wally, how are you? I'm good, Hania. <laughs> how are you going? I'm good, thank you. How's your, how's your week been? Um, it's been pretty uneventful. I came to Sydney. I came to Sydney on the weekend um, from Canberra and that's pretty much the only thing that's happened. Wally, how's your week? Anything how's my week? interesting happen in your week? Not really, to be very honest. Uh, it's a very typical... Actually... Well, I finally was able to purchase a PlayStation 5. <gasps> have you started playing? Yeah, I have. I have. But except I, I got it with like this like FIFA bundle. So the only game I've played is FIFA. And honestly, it's like, I'm not really enjoying it all that much right really? now. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's all right. Like, it's okay. But Can yeah. you tell the difference between the PlayStation 5 and the PlayStation 4? <laughs> yeah, you can. Oh, okay. You can. Uh, do I prefer the PlayStation 5? I'm not too sure. I don't know. I don't really like the That's controller all that big much. claims. Can't you just use the old controller? No, it's not I don't how know works. how it works. No, it's not you can't, you, can't, you can't use it? So no. all your old controllers have gone to waste? Yeah. Actually, I mean, they're not going to waste. I'm, I'll probably be trading them in at some point to some to, yeah, like, but you the can't, store. That's so silly. That's how they get you. I can't believe you fell for I it. I mean, obviously. So now you have to get another controller if you want two players. If I wanted two players, yeah, I'd have to buy another controller. Wow. I mean, will I? Probably not because... Well, you I'd... do have two controllers for your PS4. Yeah, that's because I assumed someone was going to... I don't think anyone ever came over and I played with them. You thought you had friends? I you... thought I had friends. <laughs> and you realized you didn't. They were going to come over. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw it one time and it was like full of dust in the second one. Yeah, it's... I <laughs> it's mean, the only person... Like, I used to just alternate between the two of them sometimes just because <laughs> I was like, well, I'm not using either of them, so... That's a bit sad. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping you would bring this up. This is actually very <laughs> harsh of you. <laughs> so Sorry. unnecessary. Sorry. Just a reality check. Yeah, you know, you know I mean... Some, I mean, to be... Like, as in, I had... It's like, growing up, obviously, I used to have another controller because i used to have people come over like my friends and stuff so i think i think i had that in my head that you still had friends yeah that i still had friends (laughs) that would come over to my house and play um turns out you know obviously as you get older it doesn't really happen yeah anyways i did have something to talk about though okay yeah and that is the actual the actual podcast yes the actual podcast oh yes good point yes part of the yeah (laughs) this is a lead into the podcast topic which is did you know that i turned 25 last saturday Yes, honey. I'm actually very well aware that you turned 25 last really? Saturday. Really? You're yeah. very well aware. I'm, I'm completely, You're across yeah. it. Okay. I've, I've been hearing about you turning 25 for the quite a while now. six years. <laughs> yeah. And and the lead up to it. So, um, yeah. And I also happen to be there on your birthday as Thank well. you. Thank you. I hope you had a good Wishing time. you happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Thank yes. you. Please don't. I am going through a quarter life crisis. As you know, so I had a birthday party. Yes, you did. And it was, um, the theme was quarter life crisis. Although I just kind of named it that theme, but I don't think... It, any of the party stuff had rela- anything related to the, that uh, none, none of it really was no. crisis related. It was just a, it was just, funny. Just a mix think, of yeah, things. It was, yeah. It was funny. But I was, I am having a quarter life crisis. Okay. I'm turned 25 and actually, you know what? This, this will, this will tie in very nicely to something we talked about a while back, which was that, do you remember? This was the trigger of me realizing that I'm turning 25 and I'm having a quarter life crisis. And that was that. Uh, a couple of months ago, we were talking. You were talking about, to me about someone that you met at work, and you <laughs> said to me, and you said to me, "Oh yeah, she, I was like, you know, I think you told me how old she was, and you were like, oh yeah, she was in like her mid twenties, and I looked at you and I was like, we're in our mid twenties. Like I was twenty four then, you're twenty four, and now I'm twenty five. Yeah. And honestly, since ever since then, like I'm literally, I'm like I'm in my t- mid twenties. Like, yeah, we are mid twenties. It is crazy. It's crazy to think that we're in our mid twenties because I don't I at I understand that I'm older, but I don't feel as old to be saying that I'm in my mid-20s. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not, I just haven't reached that 
realization yet. Yeah. It's, it's, it was the, that, that conversation I had with you was, <laughs> was one of the bigger shocks because I said, yeah, it must be in the mid 20s, you know, late, late 20s, let's say, for example. And then the fact that you said we're in our mid 20s, and I'm like, oh, well, she's definitely older than us. us, but also I just assumed that's what a mid 20 person looks like. Yeah. So, and what, we're do, what do we 20s. look like? Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. That was a very interesting, yeah, very interesting conversation. And so now I've realized that I'm closer to 30 than I am to 20, which is crazy. Anyways, point is that um, I am having a quarter life crisis because I don't know what, like, I feel like I'm not old enough to be this old. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not, like, I feel like I should have done something in my life to be. And, you know, actually, no, I don't think, like, I feel like a lot, I've been talking to some people about this and they're like, yeah, like, you know, you think you'd be married or, you know, you'd have, you'd be somewhere in your life. Mm. I don't feel like that. I don't, I think for me, being at a certain point in my life at 25 was not something I, I had as a goal. In saying that, though, I feel like I'm aging out in terms of, like, the population. Like, for example, I'll give you, I'll give you a really crazy example that I recently yeah. realized. So back in, back in, you know, uni or high school, more likely uni, the past five, five years, right? I'd go to the shops, especially like, you know, near my local, like near my house. And I'd go to like Levisa or like Coles and I'd see, or Specsavers. And I'd see all these people that like were in my high school or went to my uni. Like I recognized these people at my shops from my life. And now I go to the shops and I've like, cause all of us have now moving up in the world, like we're <laughs> positioning out of retail. What's that word of getting out of retail? Whatever. We're all like leaving retail now, right? And so like all these kids, now they're the 18-year-olds, they're the 20-year-olds. Like I went to Specsavers. Yeah, right. I used to work at Specsavers and, you know, there was all my friends and all of us. And now I went to the Specsavers again and I not a single one of us was there anymore. I see what you're trying to say. Basically the fact that like when you were working there, you were considered the young people yeah. who are at uni working on the side. Yeah. And versus... like we recognize that. I think my, for me, it was more of a recognition of, I know all of these people, or at least once a day, if I went to the shops or like once, every time I went to the shops, I'd recognize someone working at the cash register. Yeah. Like this girl went to my high school or my primary school. Yeah. Now, none of these people I know. And I think that that was something that I really like, I don't know why it hit me really hard. That's when I really started feeling my age. Like we're all in like corporate jobs or we're no longer visibly in the public eye yeah. in terms of that thing. You know what I mean? No, I, I, I understand. Like, I mean, yeah, when I was uh, in retail, you know, I joined, I started when I was 18, right? Yeah. And every, every job I had in retail up until I left uni, I was always the youngest person in the store. Mm. And I was constantly looked at as like, oh, you're so young. Like, you know, you're you're 18, you're working in retail. Like, dude, you have your whole life ahead of you, right? And I got, now I get, I've gone to the point where I'm no longer the youngest person wherever I go. And it's so strange having the realization that you're not considered young anymore. Yeah. Now you're considered like an adult who's, you know, working full time is like, now, earning a salary, earning a salary is not is not has like has some former responsibilities like sort of thrown on them. Yeah, and you're not like living as carelessly as before. And yeah, I think that that was that's been a very interesting re- like realization that we've had. And on that note, for me, I feel like everyone tells you, oh, like the twenties, your twenties are the time to make mistakes and to like learn from things and you know have experiences, do all of these things. But for me, I don't know why I don't feel like that. And I feel like maybe 
is that a being a brown kid thing that we we feel like we can't make mistakes or you yeah. know like yeah. I think there's definitely like that's I think that's very true. I think we're almost to a certain extent like we're from a, from a young age we're like sort of trained that our life has to look a certain way mm. when you're like a brown. I, I mean, I'm not sure. I can't speak for every family, but I think I think majority of brown kids would agree. Like you don't really get the whole like, oh, 20s are the time where you can do whatever you want, learn, right? Learn, you know, you know for, travel, learn for, about yourself. Yeah, exactly. For me, it was like, okay, you go to school, do well in school, you go to university, then it's like you're relaxing after that or whatever, right? And then I go into university, like, oh, just do well in university, you get a job, then you're relaxing after that. <laughs> yes. And then now I'm getting a job and they're like, oh, just do well in your job, you know, and like you set get yourself up, get a house, you set yourself up and, you know, um, Work so hard work now. Work hard, yeah, yeah. Enjoy the benefits later on in life. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And I think, I think that's like been pushed like down like ever like I, I don't think there's ever gonna be a point where i can tell my parents and i mean obviously depending on your circumstances well like obviously that dictates a lot of this but yeah. there's never gonna be a point where i'm gonna be like oh you know what i'm gonna take a year off i'm gonna do whatever i want and then play, play my ps5 play, yeah you know be a, <laughs> yeah completely do nothing if i wanted to be know, a gamer you know go backpacking across the world yeah. you know like for the whole year obviously i'm not saying people don't do it like they do it for, like I, I mean you could do it for a month or two months yeah. right? but as in you would never you still have that responsibility yeah, in your you still head. have the responsibility in your head. And also, you would never, like, it, it wouldn't be the case of leaving your job, leaving everything, yeah. saying, look, I want to you know, just stop everything I'm doing right now. Yeah. It'd be, you know, okay. Taking I'm, leave. It'd be taking leave. You know, right. I've, I've planned this out. Okay, in next year's time, I'm going to take two months off. Yeah. So I'm, I'm planning that right now. But it's it's very much I'm gonna come back to my job, you know, continue doing that. It's never gonna be okay. Well, tomorrow I, you know, today I decided my job is completely unfulfilling. Yeah. I'm gonna just quit and I'll figure it out after that. Like it's yeah. you gotta have a plan for it. Yeah, and and I I went to Europe for a month recently, and for me, oh nice little flex there. <laughs> you know, as very, if I have already very mentioned. Subtly, yeah. Very subtly added very, that in. Exactly. Thank you. Anyways, so and for me it was the same thing where I took leave from my work for a month, and I kept thinking, oh, like. I'm wasting money. Like I need to go back to my job. Like yeah. even though I had a good time, don't get me wrong. But for me, I yeah, I just. But you know what though? I kept thinking like I really enjoy my job. I kept thinking like I want to go back to my job. Mm. But then in my head, I'm like, is that really what I want, or is this just what I've been conditioned to be? Like I want to go back to my job. Like does any really does anyone really want to work? Like wouldn't you rather just do nothing? Yeah, I mean obviously. No, obviously. I, I guess yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. No, it's I agree. A bit I, agree. Of a I think it's, it's a it's definitely like an interesting one because like you don't really. It's to the point where if I didn't do what I've done my whole life, like I don't know what I would have done otherwise because exactly. I haven't. I don't know what else is possible. Yeah. So in my head, I was it was always you know do well in school, go to university, yeah. get a good job, you know, good in quotation marks because whatever you know, obviously you good is subjective. Like in terms of brown parents, a good job. And then you move on from there. So. And you know what? On that note, that's something very interesting because I was thinking about this recently where I was very fortunate where my parents never told me I had to like, you know, be a doctor, be a lawyer, be an engineer. Like they said, you can do whatever I want. Like if I was like, mom, I wanted to do, I want to study arts. She'd be like, yeah, that's fine. Mm. So I was fortunate in that sense. But the brown person in like, at the end of the day, yes, my family or my parents were great, but I was still around that brown community or raised in that culture where the culture still told me I had to get a high paying job. So what did I do? Engineering, right? So yes, I was fortunate, but it's it's not like I still know what I want to do. Yeah. I just did what everyone else did, studied engineering, and now I have a job because that's what everyone does. And so you don't know, who, like, 
if this was taken away from you, what what do we want? What is it that we do? Yeah. We wouldn't know. We wouldn't know, yeah. Yeah. I was never... No, I guess, like, yeah. And even now, like, if I think about it, like, what would I have done differently? I don't know. You don't know. Because in that scenario that what we were put in, yeah. there was no one... There was, nothing, there was nothing else. Like, everyone that you knew was doing the exact same thing. Exactly. Everyone was told to do the exact same thing. So there, there was no, you know, alternative path. I think, like, obviously... Australia is a bit different. You get like more opportunities. You know, if you want, you can go and tape, and yeah. or like you don't even have to study at all. Like you know, you can do something else, right? There's a lot more opportunities. But obviously, as a typical brown kid growing up, your opportunities are school, uni, uni. job, and that's it. You and know? uni has to be obviously you have to study something that's going to get you a good job. Yeah, and and I think like a lot of it to a certain extent does come down from like being immigrants, and so for them, they obviously know certain professions do better than others. Mm. Obviously, they, they and also to them, it's like sort of narrow minded in that. You know they don't know as much about other professions, so they don't they can't they don't take it at risk. Yeah. And so I think that's why a lot of you know uh, immigrants that come here they obviously push their parents their sorry their kids into certain industries because they think they are very safe. Yeah, and agreed. So that's all you can think about, right? They're like the safety net. You know, doctors doctors make good money. They're very well. You're look, never going to be out of job. You're never going to be out of a job. You know, everyone looks at doctors very well. Like you know, highly respected. Become a doctor, you know. Yeah. Then, and then obviously you have the lawyers, the engineers, you know, it's the, the typical jobs that ethnics do. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's just the reality of it. And, and, and it, actually this leads into something I want to discuss, but I want to discuss it in a little bit because I have to, something to say before that. Okay. Which is that I firm it, you know how like this whole crisis that I'm having recently, I feel like I was talking to my, my mom about this and I said to her, I have all of these like I've, I've done the degree. I have a job. Like, what more is there now? And I was reading this article in The Guardian, and it mentioned how... I'm just going to paraphrase what, what, the, what the article was trying to say. And it was that as we're going... Like, as our generation has come about, everything is being pushed back. All of our life goals, like, to get married before, you know, you'd want to get married at 25, 27, mm-hmm. 28, right? Now it's, like, 30s, mid-30s. And so because of everything is getting pushed back, we're feeling this vacuum in in quotation marks between at mid to late 20s where you're like what am I supposed to do now I I don't know if how if everyone's feeling that way but Mm. the article really fulfilled my um you know my insecurities where which is what I'm feeling because I said to my mom like what do I do now like I don't want to get married yet because you know I'm only 25 but like I don't know what else is there to do like do I just work till like I'm 30 and then get married Mm -hmm. I just yeah and I think I think it's a really good read. If you, I'll, I'll actually link it to you, and I'll link it in our show notes if anyone okay. wants to yeah. read it. That's good. It's, it's actually called. Um, actually, I don't remember what it's called, <laughs> but it's in the Guardian, and it's something about quarter life crisis. And I was like, yes, that is me, because I was yeah. googling like other people having quarter life crisis <laughs> just to validate my feelings. No, that's and so I came true. across this. I do. I do agree. I think like we never had an opportunity, and I guess yeah, we never had an opportunity to do something completely outrageous in terms of like you know we never got like a couple of years to like do whatever we want right yeah we basically went to university and straight out of university got into a job and so we basically like kind of think a lot of people sometimes will go to university take a year off take a two year off like have that gap year you know go explore the world you know i don't do some live somewhere else for a year for example uh and go through that whole process versus i've never done that and now i look at it and i'm thinking well i'm getting close to 25 you know in the next five years do i see myself doing that probably not because now i've got like this expectation that i need you know a certain amount of money to survive mm-hmm. right you know the thing that's just naturally you start earning a certain amount and that's your that's your standard of living that's yeah. what you assume right yeah. and so now it's like oh if i wanted to move another country i'd have to move another country 
and have a very like have a professional job there. Mm-hmm. It's not like I would go there. I just retail, see where I get a yeah, job. Yeah, see where I get a job. I like, do a retail job. Like literally have one of those like vacation jobs yeah. uh, for a year and just like try to enjoy life. Like for me, that's not that for me now. It's like oh well, that's me going backwards. Exactly. In a sense, sense, going backwards a year in my career. Yes. So for a whole year, I'm now not moving forward in my career. I'm moving backwards. And to me, I can't fathom that anymore. Because now, obviously, not even... We've joined the rat race. Yeah, we've joined the rat race. And the second thing is, in life, like, as growing up, it was always, what's the next thing? Like, you're always moving forward. Yeah, what's the next thing? Yeah. Right? And to be in a brown household like it's almost saying it's my parents fault I'm just saying community wise it's always moving forward there's never the thing that oh no take time off you can yeah. can do something else no it's always like you know what's the next what's, what's next? the next thing to achieve you know how's your job going what's the next thing you can do in your job you know get a promotion get, get a promotion, more money get more money move you know? companies yeah it's always like what is the next thing there's never uh oh you know why don't you try something like completely different you know yeah it's not that's not how these things work so I think it I've definitely had a realization where I'm now like at the stage where I'm like do I I'm Am I really in this situation where I can't just do whatever I want anymore? Mm. Like now it's almost like I've chosen. You have these responsibilities. Yeah, I've, chosen, yeah, I've got responsibilities and I've chosen a certain path that I feel like I can't really deviate from, which is obviously you can't. I'm not saying yeah. you can. And I think a lot of people will be like, well, just do it. But I, it's, I don't, not that it's not easy. that easy. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 yeah it's easier said than done. It's definitely easier like, said than done. Like obviously you can do it, but it does take a toll and you just we're in a position where like is it worth the risk yeah. of you know staggering your career yeah <sighs> i mean the grand scheme of things you know if you think about it, a year two years it's not, it's not that great but at this age in at, our, yeah, at exactly. this stage in our lives at the point that we're around right now to me it feels considerably different also i think it's that huge unfortunate wave of the fact that on if you go and obviously it's not reality but to a certain extent you see everything now on social media is almost like you need to be successful at a certain time right and i think it's definitely been pushed down a lot on our generation it's like you need to be successful as soon as possible yeah actually you know i think i think that's actually really true and it's a good point you make because i remember last year um i think last year the year before there was a bunch of on my instagram a bunch of people i follow from high school so everyone like literally every single person once a week okay not every single person but you know once a week someone put put up a um a post of them buying their first house and it was like this thing of like oh shit, like, is this what I'm supposed to do now? Yeah. Like, I, th- I guess back in our parents' day, these things happened, but it was more like hidden, like someone bought a house, they moved in, whatever, right? But now everyone's like posting on social media or people buying their first pretty fancy cars and I got mine, you know, hand down, handed down from my sister or like that sort of thing. <laughs> Don't look at me. I bought it from my sister, okay? It was you're a second hand car. You're acting as if your car it was <laughs> some old no. wreck of a car. <laughs> It's like basically a brand new car. Okay, no, it's a nice. Okay, it's a nice car, but like your car is better than mine, right? Like you bought a brand new, and you had a picture with your car. I didn't have. New. I didn't have okay, it. Your sister my took sister your picture. took it because I never got to pick it up myself. That's but I point. mean, my scenario was very different. It's because I had to get the car. You didn't like, have to. You could have bought a second hand. We've talked about this. We've talked about it, but at the time, no. it was honestly everyone I've spoken to, by the way, who's bought a car recently, I said the same thing. It's like when you were buying the car. It was literally a worse financial decision to buy an older car than a newer car because yeah. every car that was old had skyrocketed in price because no, of no. COVID. I agree with what you're saying, but it's the sentiment of, like, for me, in my brown little brain, I'm like, 
wow, brand new car, zero mileage from the show. Like, I don't actually know how much it costs, right? I don't know how many people, like, if someone bought, like, a Mercedes, I don't know, A3, or I don't even know what Mercedes does with it. Yeah. Audi A3, right? Like, I wouldn't know how much an Audi A3 secondhand is worth versus a normal one. For me, all I'm seeing on social media is that's a brand new car in the showroom. You're taking a photo with a bow next to it. Firstly, my car is not an Audi <laughs> or Mercedes. Let me just, I have a normal Japanese car. Not Ooh, like, Japanese. Whoa, that's pretty fancy. Very normal, very normal. <laughs> car nothing extreme yeah so but it's still like nice and shiny you know i mean yeah that's like like any new car you buy it looks that way we're getting sidetracked with the car we're getting very the point the car. is Sorry. people yeah people posting these things online and then i was like maybe i should have bought a new car like i genuinely thought at one point maybe i should have just bought a new car like yeah am i like am i and you know what this is gonna sound horrible but i remember i, th- I don't know who it was one of my friends i was giving them a lift and i was like oh yeah just like sorry my car is just like like, I felt like my car was, like, old. And it's, like, 2019, so it's not even that old. Like, it's pretty nice. Pretty like, new. I know. It is a pretty nice car. But, like, I just felt embarrassed, like, getting my friends to have a lift in my car because it's not as new as everyone else. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I can understand. I, I mean, obviously, I disagree with you completely <laughs> on the fact that you would even say that considering your car. It's That's a bit of a joke. But, you know, I, I definitely understand. Like, I think, like, the, the, the whole home buying thing, yeah, that was definitely, like, yeah. I feel like it's just, like, oh, people are buying a house. And I'm like, how are... I think that's, a, that's part of it, though, right now. It's, like, I feel like I need to be uh, moving forward in my career a certain way because considering how expensive, you know, houses and you know, just living in Sydney is like, you need to be earning a lot more money. Right. Yeah. And so in my, in my head, I'm always like, oh, I need to like earn more money because everything's so expensive. So how am I going to afford to buy anything if I'm not earning more? Yeah. And I think a lot of the, yeah, the, no, obviously that, uh, that combined with the fact that people are already buying an apartment or a house or whatever, it makes it kind of worse. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think that's like, I think all those things combined is making make us, it, making us, us really consider, our future and yeah. how we've just gone about our last 25 years yeah. and whether or not we've made the right decisions. And also on that note, I was um, thinking about like with my job, right? Like you're moving to a new job. Um, so that's very exciting. But like a lot of the friends I grew up, like, you know, the friends I came out of uni with, we all got our first jobs and now people are moving on to their second jobs. Right. And I was talking to my mom about this and I was telling her like, like do I want to stay at my job is this something I want and this is this is one of the other things that the article talked about that I was talking about in the Guardian and mm-hmm. they talked about how compared to our parents we are in a privileged position to choose to be like do I want to do this job can I afford to move companies you know mm-hmm. like is this something that I can do and when I talked about this with my mom for her it was very like she gave me very pragmatic advice and she was like you know like you're earning well why do you need to move like the risk of you moving, what if you don't fit in the new company? What if they don't like you? Like everyone likes you at your job. You're doing really well. You're earning good. Why don't you just stay here? And so for us, for our parents, it was that that safety net of you have a good job. And so like there's not you can't even talk to them about these things because for them it was, you know, they need to they and this is I'll actually I'm gonna read this this quote out to you. It was a very small quote. Yeah. And the article mentioned how there are parents, their relationship with their jobs are motivated by fiscal security over ideological fulfillment. And that was a very like, that was like, I was like, holy shit, this is really, really true. Mm. And this is why like my mom is lovely and, you know, she, she supports me in what I want to do, but she just doesn't get it because I don't know if I like my job. And that leads into something that you were recently telling me about how, do you want to like, you know, how we had to choose our careers at such a young age. Yeah, I was gonna say the I was before I go into the career thing. Yes, I actually really, really funny enough. Like I think we obviously have 
we're more able to take risk on because we're younger. Right. It was really interesting though. Mm. I was speaking to a coworker very recently and after she found out that I was uh, moving jobs and stuff and she was like, oh, like, I don't think at my age I can take a risk to move jobs. And I looked at her and I was like, oh, well, I, I, I was like, oh, you're pretty young. Like, how, why would you be how worried? How old was she? Like And she 15? goes, well, I'm 26. And I went... <laughs> You're worried at 26 to take a Did risk. Did she really say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's She's crazy. She's like, you know, like I might, I think I might be past the past the age where I can move jobs and take that risk on, and I think it's really interesting because I think it really depends on how you were raised and how like you view risk in life. And, yeah. You know, from obviously for us, like we're at an age where we feel we can like easily take the risk on. But I also do agree that you can you see when someone has a company for a long period of time. And something I got told for someone else that I know was that they stay in their role because they know that they are comfortable in the role mm. and that it's stable. And I guess when you have more and more responsibilities pile onto you as you get older, right, you want that stability. Mm. You don't want to be the one who takes the risk. And if it goes negatively, like it can be a lot more harmful than what the positives could be. Mm. So I think it's, yeah, I think I think it is very interesting how for our, for our parents, I, I definitely understand that for them, obviously, the risk was not worth it because they had kids and they want and they moved to a new country and for them they were happy like they were very happy with what they had because you know they knew they could survive on it and do well with and on what they had right yeah Versus and wait search and drop on that note even if they weren't happy with it though they still did it right yeah like, like I'm sure your mom my mom doesn't she hates her job she doesn't want to work I'm pretty sure your mom yeah. doesn't you know she doesn't enjoy working no. but they do it because they have to whereas we have that risk and that like opportunity and that you know. Uh, potential of like we can take that risk and move somewhere else and find a better job exactly. whereas for them they just do it because they have to yeah no i agree i agree and i think it's yeah it definitely is that like if we don't enjoy something we take the risk i don't know if that will change as well in the future mm, as, we, know, grow as older. we grow older but definitely yeah now like i think if if in a year's time say i don't like what i'm doing i'll i'll just move on to the next thing you know, I might, you know, obviously if you like, you continue staying, you know, it's the same thing. I think, but it's like, it's definitely the, if you talk to young people, you know, they'll tell you, oh yeah, every like couple of years you should reevaluate, you know, your role and then move to the next one. Versus a lot of people who are a little bit older, you'll find they'll be like, oh, you know, like if, you if you're happy, a, if you're happy at a company and your role's evolving and you know, you're yeah, getting a little more responsibility, you kind of, you're, you're slowly moving up, you know, you even stay. it's very slowly, even if it's very slowly, you know, at you, least you're, you're moving it. up, you know, it, it will happen, you know, you're, you're establishing yourself in the company. You should stay and you versus, know. you know, I think a lot of people who are younger will tell you, well, no, it's not really, you know, the better way of going about it is to move more frequently. And sorry, well, let's go. I know that's that's a bit of a diversion. No, that's okay. Uh, back like, to, we like to, 18 year old us yes to, i mean i wasn't even 18 i was i told you this yes was, yes you were 16. 16 we get it you're younger than <laughs> us you're a little younger than me by six months like i don't think that counts yeah well, wait so if you were 16 then i was 17 right yeah that's not that big of a deal. maybe i was 16 too maybe you were early 16s and i was late 16s no because i had to do it because we started school in september right because you guys start in in, uh, in january in january so you would have been 17 whatever so I was, I was, yeah, so I was telling you this. I was like, yeah, I was, that is crazy. Though. I was 16 years old, right? Told to start applying to universities and choose what I want to do with my life. And at 16 years old, I had, gen I generally had zero idea of the world. Like, I, all I knew, you knew nothing. I, all I knew was medicine, lawyer, like, lawyer, like lawyers, um, engineers. That was pretty much it, I think. Yeah. That was like the three accountants. And yeah, and finance. Finance, as like yes. A, as a but film. I never knew what finance people did. Exactly. <laughs> and so for my for my dad, right? For example, like for me, uh, not to throw my sister under the bus or anything, but my sister <laughs> took the easy way out, and she went with a non science, you know, uh, path. 
So non, my dad, non-science. My dad was a science person, you okay. know. And my dad wanted both me and my sister to do science. My sister couldn't... Like any sort of science? like Yeah, it just had to be in the science field, right? Okay, okay. And so I my see. sister obviously could, did not do science. Like she just hated it. She could not do it. So she was like... Yeah. Not, so know, she what? attempted it? Uh, She did like a d- double degree. She did a Bachelor of Science and Commerce, I think. Okay. And then she dropped the Bachelor of Science when she realized she just couldn't do she, it. Okay, okay. Uh, And then, you know, my parents were like... The only one left? It is what it is, you know? I mean, so she went doing her degree... And then there comes me. Obviously, at this point, uh, I can't tell my parents that I'm better at, you know, economics. Were you really? I actually was, Aww. yeah. Like, study-wise, yeah. That's a bit sad. Uh, and if I... Did you enjoy it, though? Is I it actually, like... Fun? I mean, I don't know if I enjoyed it because I was good at it. Yeah, that's true. That's it. true. I, I, I enjoyed maths because I was good at it. But yeah, I think I think it was, like... Too, I, I'm not saying that I was bad at, like... Physics and stuff. Uh, yeah, science subjects. Because, I, I mean, obviously, I was good enough. And at 16, right? Yeah. Being... In those classes, obviously, the only thing that I knew was, like, engineering, medicine. Yeah. Uh, and that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Honestly, like, I'm trying to think of other things. I'd say nursing, doing. but you'd probably laugh. No, I, think I didn't that's even know nursing. You. I think you think nursing is beneath you. Uh, no, it wasn't beneath me. But okay. on, on, honestly, I, I, I generally don't think I knew of anything else. Mm, I agree. And I, so... Even at this age, I, I, I can't tell you anything else that's, yeah, that would be I related. Mean, I, but I feel like... I, I feel like you could at least like search a little bit more. Like you'd have like, yeah. like as in, I didn't understand how the world even operated. Yeah. Like I couldn't even tell you what job functions people had. Yeah. And so, yeah, ended up having at 16 being like, okay, well I got to do engineering. Yeah. Didn't even know what kind of, en- I didn't even know what engineers did. Yeah. Me neither and actually. I was, I was like, well, people lied to me, lied to my face and told me, you know, mechanical engineering is like really good because it's so diverse and it's the most fun. It is true though. It is pretty diverse. It's diverse. Definitely the biggest lie in terms of it being fun. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so I was like, oh, that sounds great. If I can do whatever I want afterwards, like, let's do it. Signed up to it. And then four years of it, my life went to it. And I I literally was there, like, thinking, I don't like this. I will never be a good mechanical engineer. I mean, I think, like, as in, I probably could do it, right? I'm not saying I wouldn't enjoy it. You wouldn't enjoy it. But I wouldn't enjoy it. And I don't think I'm not passionate passionate about it enough to be, like, the best mechanical engineer in the world. And also, thinking in Australia, like, the the mechanical engineering is such a a lie. It's just taste systems, (laughs) which is the biggest, like, Con such of your life, con. yeah, it's such a con. Such a you, stitch up. That's the word, stitch up. No, because yeah, because you basically no, no, sorry. Oh, I, thank I, you. Yeah, stitch up. Yeah, thank As you. And you agree with like the whole like the whole degree is like told you about like or how you can like implement systems and you know work on like automobiles or you know something very fancy, right? Anything that like moves, you're like, oh my god, yeah. Like, That's mechanical I'm going to be working on Formula One cars, you know? <laughs> you're thinking the biggest picture. And then Australia's like, oh yeah, by the way, we don't have any like manufacturing in our country, so all you're going to do is HVAC systems. And that's so, it. That's and so I didn't want to do that for the rest of my life. Why would I want to design air conditioning? That is so boring. <laughs> heating, <laughs> heating, heating, ventilation, and air, air conditioning. conditioning. Oh my god. Why would I look at? Why would I look at different buildings doing the same thing? Doing the same and people thing. People would be like, oh, you get really cool projects where like the the room has to stay at a certain temperature <laughs> all the time, regardless of what the weather is outside. As we say, like who cares? Like nobody cares. Okay, it's so boring. Yeah. And that's my mini rant about it. But basically, the point was the more so. The point is that at sixteen, or at seventeen, you're asking kids. Kids, but really, literally, to literally decide for a lot of them what they want to do for the rest of their life. And I think if you're in a certain environment where you get, you don't get going back to our previous function, where you don't get the chance to go, you know, sideways or take a complete, you know, um, change in your career or like go around, the, go around and see what people are doing, take time off to really understand. You're stuck. You're basically you're forced. You just this, know. You just do what everyone else does. Yeah, you're just forced into this pathway. All because of a decision you have to make at 16, 17. I think that's just 
such an unfair system, hmm. but also don't know what the alternative to that is. Exactly. I feel like obviously the alternative would be for people to actually, I don't know, I think in Australia it's probably a little better. But like in our school, like we didn't get told about any profession. Like it's not like someone came to us and told us like, oh, this is what we do, you know, and this is what you can do if you study this or whatever. Or like if you don't study, like as in you could, there are other pathways to get to this, right? There's never none of that. Like there's no career day. Oh, yeah. In one family, there was a career day. And Phil, Phil Dumpy yeah, went Phil to talk Dumpy about goes, his real estate. Yeah, Actually, yeah, that's yeah. really true. We never had anything like that. Yeah, right. To like, be fair though. Sorry, oh, sorry no, I no, cut no. you off. No, no, are you no, finished? No, no, no. I was going to say, we, we, we were fortunate enough to, I think pretty much, I don't know, I could be absolutely uh, making shit up. But I know my school, not a lot of the other schools, we had work work experience in year uh, 10. Yeah, yeah, and right. so you got to, and it was two sets of work experience. Or actually, no, it was just one set, but one, you got two weeks of work experience. So you got school off to go work experience, right? Mm. But because we're in year 10, literally, okay, so I, I guess for us, it wasn't really the school's fault or anyone's fault, but it is, we were so young that work experience was, yes, we get to get two weeks off school <laughs> because either you picked a really funny place to work at that you're actually never going to potentially think of as a career. So I went to work at a patisserie because it was Adriano Zumbo, like, you know, he's like the crock and bush master. You have no idea who it is, but it's okay. He was on MasterChef. So I got to work at his patisserie. So it was just, this, and a lot of my friends just didn't do any work experience. So you got to go to school and you got to watch movies for the entire week. And it was just a, two weeks of fun. Yeah. And so that's what we got to do. I think at least that's like better than what. Like I think You got nothing. I got nothing. And yeah. also I think like, yeah, definitely there needs to be like that. I don't know if I don't know if it's better now. I don't know. I've never I don't really talk to many school kids. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously well <laughs> past that age. But I think like they definitely I think that uh, that's one thing I would change is like I think they definitely need to implement in schools like different career aspects. But do you it really think that be... the kids are gonna care though? I don't think maybe, they do. I think, I, think that, I, I think in year eleven, year twelve, you would care. Yeah, maybe year twelve. I think, I think yeah, if you talk to them in year eleven, year twelve, I think they would definitely yeah, care. I'm not saying I'm, I don't. I don't think you need to talk to them in year ten anyway. Yeah. And that's obviously pretty young, and they, no one really cares about it. And I think like obviously, and it's not just jobs. I think like you can talk about like businesses. Like you know, if you're interested in creating a business, this is like you know, this is what I have. This is all my businesses, and this is how I started. Mm, how to get a p- patent? 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 Patent. Yeah. Yeah, I've always wondered about like you know, people you know people do those things. So that would be cool to know. Yeah, I think like. Sorry, that got. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, there's a government agency that does like that handles patents. Yeah, but like, how to... do I even apply? Like, yeah. how, you know, all of I think these they things. Have, like, the whole application for it's not like. You're not really helping my case. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Just sorry. work with me. Yeah, 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 sorry. We need to learn about this in school. Yeah. But no, in I saying agree. that, I don't know if pe- kids are going to listen. I like, feel like the system is so much towards like, you know, trying to. Get, get good grades. Get grades. Yeah. Yeah. That like, they don't really care about what, like, they don't want to spend time on other things. Yeah. And Life development stuff. Yeah, exactly. Life development stuff. And I think that's like, that's where the issue is. And that's what my issue was with it as well. Is like, you know, at 16 years old, like, why did I have to make a decision that I knew, I knew nothing about? Mm-hmm. And also, I think, I think it's, I think it depends on your luck as well. Like, my sister obviously didn't know anything about science or she was still studying at university. She didn't really know that much either. Like I guess if you have, like, an elder sibling who's gone through the process who knows a little bit more, yeah, they can help true. you, right? But my sister, like, had no idea. My parents really didn't have much of an idea either because, you know, they grew up overseas, right? They did university overseas, like, in India and stuff back, yeah. you know, my dad, for example. Uh, so you don't really know. Yeah. As in, they didn't know any better either. You know, exactly. for them, they were just like, oh, this is, you know, a good degree. This is what you should do. And for me, my sister did 
Bachelor of Arts and my brother didn't go to uni and my parents didn't go to uni either. So mm. I was completely blind. To be fair though, I think this episode is getting really long. Yeah. Um, but I'm just going to say my piece because otherwise I won't be able to live with myself if I don't say this. No, no, say it, say it. Um, which is that, you know how you're saying how you chose your degree? You know how I chose my degree and of why I want to do engineering? I think I want to do medicine because, you know, as a kid, every, you know, my parents told me oh, medicine's great. Um and obviously I was not smart enough to do it. And then it was like the day of the cutoff. I think all my friends would know this story. Is that I think you would know it too. Was the day of the cutoff of like, you know, you have to put your preferences on what what degree you want to do. And one of my friends, she really wanted to do biomedical engineering. Uh-huh. And like, I'm a sheep. Like I have no <laughs> opinions of my own. So I was like, you're doing biomedical engineering. I'm going to do biomedical engineering too. And so I put biomedical engineering and I pressed submit. And literally up until that day, I didn't even think about engineering. Like for me, I was like, how do I get into medicine? Or like, how, maybe I'll do nursing. Like maybe how, something like, you know, something, engineering wasn't even on my mind. Yeah. And yet... Here Somehow, here I am, six years later, making all these friends in when we were studying engineering together, and now having actually don't have an engineering job, so that's good. But um, you do, you work at an engineering company. I work at an engineering. It's not company. an engineering role, but yes, it is yes. an engineering company. But yeah. I do work with like engineers, so I guess yeah. that's that fair. Yeah, that's um, crazy. Six years later, here we are. I know. I didn't even, and I didn't even end up doing biomedical engineering. I was, to be honest, I was just so stupid that I couldn't get into it. But that's okay. I did mechanical. I mean, honestly, I think think you changed. I don't think it would have been much of a difference because yeah, I, I still there's like two be, biomedical companies yeah. in Australia. Actually, to be fair, my, one of my friends who studied biomedical engineering, she got a job um, at uh, Royal North Shore Hospital oh, as right. a medical technician or something. It's pretty cool. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah right. So I was very happy for her. Like I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. Proud I of mean, her. most more than not, they, they end up doing some sort of engineering. Yeah. Right? yeah it doesn't have to like the, yeah. Cause that's the thing about engineering is you do, you just find other options. Do the degree and you can get any job in the world. You just need a degree. Okay. Okay. Whoa. whoa, whoa. Don't lie to them that hard. Don't lie oh, to people. Oh, yes. Of listening. The hey, hunter. if kids are listening, you should do you should do some easy as finance degree, commerce degree. Do, yeah, either do commerce or do civil engineering. No. <laughs> civil engineering is the biggest joke of engineering and there's a lot of jobs. I think we're going to get so much hate for this. Yeah. But oh, Okay, I'm so sorry to no, all the civil engineers. No, we all know civil engineers are at the bottom <laughs> of the pack, so it's okay. I mean, like mad regrets for not doing it because it's actually so much easier. So much, no, yeah. but I, I think I still would rather than like some three-year commerce degree. Yeah, I think the commerce degree is definitely... Um, the way to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you can just, as long as you put your foot in the door of a, um, of you know what is it called, the big bad world, and a corporate <laughs> job, that's it. You can you can move anywhere. Yeah. Actually, is. I might be spitting shit, but this is what we've learned in my tree. What, yeah. what I've learned. What I've learned is that yeah, you just need to kind of get your foot. In get the door. your foot in the door. Street out of people. With any degree. With any degree. And now that we've given life advice to youngsters on what degrees they should do, I think it's time to wrap up the episode. It has gone quite a it bit gone, long. It was meant to be a much shorter episode and <laughs> somehow we've ended up We just at, got sidetracked. Yeah. And we talk a lot though, to be And we fair. do talk a lot. You yeah. talk a lot. Do I? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, right. I talk more than you. I mean, we'll find out once we finish hitting record on yes. this. And we'll find out who we talk more. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyways. Thank you for listening to our quarter life crisis. Yep. And um, being a part of our quarter life crisis journey and our journey of... Just hearing us just rant yeah. about all the issues that we've been facing yeah. for the past 25 years somehow. 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Alrighty, thanks everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Willie. Bye, Hania. Bye, Hania.